Hello everyone, this is Thomas Shane Nang. Welcome back again to our Marketplace Influencer Podcast. This is now episode 11. Um, you know, it has been a amazing week, basically. Um, you know, before we continue, um, for today's episode, it's kind of ins- uh, inspiration from a from a course that I took last year. It's a 59 certification course from University of Geneva, which is disease screening. And I was when I was listening to it, of course, you do not know the realities that's going on at times because you don't know the unseen factors of it. That's why it feels like at times it's like a Mission Impossible. You know, the if you know the Mission Impossible movie, uh, there's the good guys, the bad guys, the conspiracy theories and all this, but we do not know, especially its health. And uh, and as I was reflecting on that course, basically we just have to be careful. We just have to learn how to. We just have to learn how to collaborate, work with other people. This is the best time to learn all these things. You know, last, you know, uh, just earlier I was. I was happy to see and surprised that uh, not surprised. Maybe because the other day, it was kind of a discussion already. Just imagine Derrick Rose getting traded to New York Knicks. You know, um, just like in the prior episode, Dennis Smith Jr. Talking about Dennis Smith Jr. Who's a good draft pick by Dallas Mavericks. He got traded to the New York Knicks. But under the system of Tom Thibodeau, he has no he has no place there. Basically, his, his style of game does not fit his system. That's why he was benched so far almost throughout this season. That's one reason why he Dan Smith Jr. requested if he could be moved to the to the G League so that he can still he can still develop his game further and make himself prepared. And lo and behold. Uh, because of Derek Rose, Dennis Smith Jr. is now moving to Detroit Pistons. I hope he gets the chance to be, to play as their star there. I hope he gets the chance to play well in Detroit Pistons. You know, it's a good attitude on his part. To humble himself. Someone said in an interview if Dennis Smith Jr., was it a wise thing for him to do it? It was a wise thing. Just imagine you were a good draft pick in 2017 you averaged 15 points a game but when you were traded things have changed so because things have changed he doesn't have any playing time under the new system which is the new coach which is Tom Thibodeau but he was humble enough to be willing to be transferred to the G League so that he can play because he loves the game of basketball, he just wants to develop his game further. He just wants to be ready. And lo and behold, he got traded for Derek Rose. Now he's shifting to Detroit Pistons. And I'm hoping that uh, he gets to play as a, as based on the article. I hope he gets to play as a point guard of Detroit Pistons. I hope he does well. At the same time, Derek Rose. It's amazing. Why would New York Knicks go for Derek Rose? And, you know, I saw this uh, post. When he was in the Chicago Bulls, when he was the star of Chicago Bulls, 
his coach was Tom Thibodeau. When Tom Thibodeau became the coach of Minnesota Timberwolves, Derrick Rose transferred there also. And now that Tom Thibodeau is the coach of New York Knicks, Derrick Rose is moving there. Just imagine, uh, it means they have, it means Derrick Rose and Tom Thibodeau has a good relationship. They have a good relationship and that relationship leads to good collaboration. Just imagine for you to to bring that guy into your team again, it means you can rely on that guy. And it applies to career in business. In any partnership in business or even in, in the workplace, you need to collaborate. You need to build trust. You need to be a collaborator. You need to work with people well. And it applies. It reminds me, if you want to have a healthy workplace, you have to collaborate. If you want to have a good business deal, it must be a win-win situation. Even if the other party gets more. Creating a win-win scenario, even the other party gets more. You know why? Because at the end of the day, that's how you build your reputation also. Even though, like for example, if it's a win-win scenario, even though the other party that you that you entered into a partnership with gets to win more than you it doesn't it's it's still good you know why because it builds your reputation that you are not willing for other parties to suffer you don't mind if the other parties get get to win more as long as it's a win-win scenario because it's part of the reputation also and that's why when I think of it also I if I get into a partnership, if the partner gets to win more than me, but it's still a win-win scenario, I always think that I'm not on the losing side. I should think, I, I try to think that this is part of building my brand. This is part of building my reputation. Because if people get to know about it, they will, other people, other parties would like to have partnership with me because of that reputation. So, that's what I see with Derek Rose and Tom Thibodeau. When, you know, just like Dennis Smith Jr., be humble. That's the thing I learned. Be humble. It's not about ego anymore. It's not about, it's not about being a star or it's not about ego. It's not about being a star. It's about making yourself, rele- making yourself ready for any opportunities to help. And that's why moving to the Detroit Pistons is an answered prayer for him. You know, even uh, during last week, um, Carmelo Anthony. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm an, I'm an underdog. I see myself as an underdog because I never been a top performer. Even back in school, in comparison to my siblings, I was never a top performer. That's why I like. Underdogs, and at the same time, I like the idea of making a comeback. Just like Carmelo Anthony, he made a com- a comeback during the last season. And this season, just imagine, he may not have, he may not be able to play as often as a starting five player, but he is still a contributor to the Portland Trail Blazers. You know, just recently, he he moved to the 13th all-time scoring list, and based on the projections based on the projections maybe within the season 
within the season, especially uh, it's only one third of the season. Just imagine it's only one third of the season. One third. There's still two thirds remaining of the season. He has already moved to the 13th all-time scoring list. And there's a possibility if he plays consistently, if he plays consistently averaging more than 10 points a game for the rest of the two-thirds of the season, he might become, he might enter, he might break into the top 10 scoring list, NBA scoring list. He might break into it within the season. So it's a good comeback story because just imagine prior to last season, no one wants to get him. No one wants to get him. He was out for more than a season. Then all of a sudden, Portland Trailblazers took a gamble of bringing him in. He did well. Uh, he was able to contribute in the last playoffs. And this season, he's still a contributor. averaging. I think he's averaging 12 points a game. He's still contributing. And just imagine, hopefully within the season, I hope Carmelo Anthony, within the season, he breaks into the top 10 scoring list. I hope he makes it. It's a good comeback story. And another comeback story is, well, I would say a comeback story because Kelly Oubre Jr. Just imagine the whole season long, he has been struggling his shooting. Last season with the Phoenix Suns, he was averaging 18 points a game. But when he was traded to the Golden State Warriors, it was a struggle. It was a complete struggle for Kelly Oubre Jr. because... Maybe because there is an existing system. Just imagine it's a Steph Curry team. Steph Curry is the top scorer. Just imagine la- uh, yesterday's game, Steph Curry scored 57 points. He scored 57 points yesterday. So it's gonna be a, a huge adjustment for everyone to work around him. Even just, for example, even Andrew Wiggins, the former number one pick overall, in 2014 who was traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves because the Cleveland Cavaliers wants to get Kevin Love to partner with LeBron James and Andrew Wiggins throughout his career so far he's a young player throughout his career he's averaging 20 plus points a game but for him to adopt the Golden State Warriors he must he must play more defense. That's why he's just averaging 17 points a game. But Kelly Oubre had a difficult time adjusting. But it's so amazing because they won over Dallas Mavericks last week. Last week, they won over Dallas Mavericks. And Kelly Oubre Jr. was able to score 22 points by the halftime, which is his career high this season. And by the end of the game, he scored 40 points. So he, but yesterday against Dallas Mavericks, again, they lost. He just scored 14 points. So just imagine he scored 40 points against Dallas last week. Their win over Dallas last week, he scored 40 points. But the next game against Dallas, against they lost. And he only scored from 40 to 14. That's why there will be some inconsistencies in his play. But, but, but uh, as I follow him, his his situation speaks to me because if I were the guy, I want I just want to play. I just want to give my best. There will be days that I'll be doing well. There will be days that I'll be not doing well. 
That's why it's nice to observe him. He's still a being talked about among trades, but I think he will do as the as the season progresses. Especially, it's only one third of the season. It's only one third of the season. As the season progresses, I think he will get better. So it's a process still. So I like comeback kids. I like comeback stories. I like I like this kind of stories because. You know, as an underdog, maybe back then when I was a student, I was not a performer. Maybe later on my life, as I'm, as I turned 38, I turned 38 eight days ago. Eight days ago, I turned 38. Maybe it's a comeback story for me also that even though I was not a performer, maybe later on, like at this moment, I can do well because I found my place or I found. The right combination of what I'll be doing. So, so it's a comeback story. So, just like the course that I took as a 59th on disease screening by University of Geneva, it's all about preparation. When I was reflecting on that course, what can I gain from it? Especially, I'm not a health person. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a healthcare person. What can I learn from it? Is to prepare. Just like Derek Rose, even though he's no longer the same Derek Rose MVP in the Chicago Bulls, but he's still a valuable piece. That's why his former coach wants him to be in New York Knicks to help him win. Just like Dennis Smith Jr. Um, Even though it's already his decision to to go to the G League, the next thing you know, he gets an opportunity to play as a, I believe, as a starting point guard for Detroit Pistons. So, basically, his idea is to prepare for him to move to the D League, G League. So, the same thing with Carmelo Anthony. For him to make a comeback last season, he was preparing. He was fit. Basically, just imagine. No one's offering you any NBA contract, but because he was determined to go back to NBA last season, he was still practicing. He was fit, and true enough, he was fit enough to make a comeback. And this season, he has the opportunity to break into the to break into the top 10 NBA scoring list. I hope he does it. And same with Kelly Oubre Jr. It's a process. There will be those days that you will struggle, but who would ever thought that he would score 40 points in their last win? So he was just doing his best, making sure he's ready. Also, that's why for this episode, our title is "Hep Prep Hooray!" Hep Prep Hooray! Uh, there's this familiar, of course, it's something we're familiar with uh, that "Hep Hep Hooray." But for our title for this episode is Hep Prep Hooray. Hep Prep Hooray. Because here in the Philippines, there's this, um, there's this uh, well-known noontime show. And they have this game called Hep Hep Hooray. So they also use that also. But for this episode, our title is Hep Prep Hooray. Because the middle word is prep. Hep Prep Hooray. Just like the middle word, Word is prep. That's also our focus for for today's episode. Hep prep hooray. And our our focus word is prep. That's our acronym. That's our focus for today. 
Hep, prep, hooray. Letter P. It's hep, prep, hooray. Because it's prep, the first P is, the first P, the first point is, the first P is plan your course. You know, last year, especially as the year was about to end, I was planning on certain things. But as the year started, none of those things pushed through. Of course, um, I was planning for it. I met up with some people where we were planning for it for this 2021, but none of them are pushing through so far. But the thing is, plan your course. What if your plans do not pan out? It's still better. It's still far better to plan, even though it does not pan out. It does not push through. It's still better to plan. You know, we all have plans. But some plans do not push through. Especially as seasons change, as some unseen factors happen. Even this pandemic. Just like for example, this pandemic. No one, of, None of us anticipated this. None of us anticipated last year. None of us anticipated COVID-19 pandemic. This year, none of us anticipate that this pandemic will prolong. But as we plan our course, plan your course as we plan our course, we will discover new things. Some will pan out, some will not. But for me, I realize it's still far better to plan. Because based on that plan, it allows you to make your next necessary steps. It allows you to prepare. So, plan your course. Like for example, this year, uh, I plan to finish at least two courses, two courses per week. This year, I only plan, I only plan for this year is to finish two courses per week, just to take more courses, two courses per week. It's also my plan this year to do two podcast episodes per week which is i'm be able i'm doing anyway you know i finished 23 courses so far this year i'm currently taking a specialization it's not part of my plan but it's part of my plan of taking two courses per week so i had this opportunity to take this new specialization which is about sales the development representative the thing is i find the course very hard. Honestly, I find the course very hard. It's not because the course is hard, but because your peer review, your peers review your work. I can't even understand how they review my work. Basically, um, like for example, I, I submitted some projects already, but they failed me. They gave me a failing grade. The passing score is 80%. And they gave me 70 plus percent. There's one project I got 57 percent. It's the hard part of that course is not the course itself. It's the people that your fellow peers who are taking that course, who are reviewing your work. So I find that course difficult. But when I was listening to someone last weekend, his a I read his book basically. His name is Steve Mural. His name is Steve Mural. He's the founder of Victory Manila. Uh, he wrote the book Wicked Church, which is the second book I finished this year. And this, in this video, he said, 
He's currently 62 years old. He's turning 62 this year. Basically, when he was 57 years old, just imagine when he was 57 years old, he took a doctorate degree. He took a doctorate degree. And on his doctorate degree, he created a, a study on his organization, Victory Manila, which is his on about transitioning to the next generation leadership. Basically, about about leaving your work to the next leader. Because just imagine he's turning 62 this year. And he was sharing. And when I was listening to him, wow, his, when he started studying that doc- doctorate degree, he was already 57 years old. And just imagine at the age of 57, and now he's 61, uh, he's 62, he's hoping to graduate already, he's hoping that Uh, he's hoping that the reviewers get to pass him. Of course, he's hoping his reviewers get to pass him. Just imagine, for him to graduate as a doc in his doctorate program at the age of 62, that's an accomplishment. Who would ever thought a 62-year-old guy would be able to finish a doctorate degree? So, it, it inspired me. That's why when I saw when I reflect on this course, how come my peers are so hard? And I when I heard him said that I hope they pass him. I hope they pass him. When I heard him said I hope they pass me. When I heard him said that, and I realized maybe this year, maybe this year as I take courses, maybe I should take courses that's in line of furthering my influence. And maybe this current specialization that I'm taking is the best way for me to learn further. It may be hard, but I'm hoping, just like him, just like Steve Mural, I'm hoping they get to pass me on this specialization. I hope they get to pass me. Plan your course. But of course, HEP Prep Ray, the second point is letter R, revise along the way. Revise along the way. You know, as I was planning to, to finish two courses per week, now maybe I can sh- deviate a bit from it because of the current situation that I'm in. Just imagine the current specialization that I'm taking is sales development. And uh, the peers that, I'm, that I have right now who are reviewing my work are not easy to please. They will, they will fail you. But I also believe just like maybe through perseverance, I get to finish this. I hope through perseverance I get to finish this. Revise along the way. Revise along the way. You know, I'm after this specialization. Uh, once I submit everything, the next specialization I'll be taking is teaching English as a secondary language. So basically, how to teach English? You call it TESOL, teaching English as secondary language. So. That's another specialization that's hard to take. So, that's another discipline. Basically, that's another specialization or professional certification that I need to discipline myself into. So, if I survive this, then the discipline of surviving the current specialization will help me to become more persevering to finish it also. So, as we plan our course, the second point is the vice along the way. So I might I might not be able to finish two courses per week. I might not be able to finish two courses per week. But I might be able to finish a specialization that is very hard 
yet very useful as I expand my influence this year. That's why that's why the next specialization is on teaching English. So it will be interesting how it can help me to become a better leader, a better influencer because my podcast is Marketplace Influencer. How to become a better Marketplace Influencer this year moving forward. So, HEP PREP RAY. Letter P. First P is plan your course. Second is revise along the way because there will always be changes along the way. Third point is letter E. Experiment the new. Experiment the new. Last year, I've been taking a lot of courses on entrepreneurship. Uh, I took some courses on marketing. Entrepreneurship, marketing, coaching. But I saw a similarities. You know, it reached to the point that some of these courses, some of these, well, not just courses, some of these specializations tend to discuss the same things. You know, I discovered a lot of things like um, marketing strategy. You know, I discovered about marketing strategy that it talks about segmentation, positioning, uh, differentiation. Uh, and that I, because just imagine different specializations they will discuss the same thing whether it's marketing or entrepreneurship so just imagine i've been taking those courses and they discuss the same thing again and again if i don't understand anything maybe my maybe i fail to understand those courses so i discovered about marketing mix about pricing promotion product the four piece basically whether it's entrepreneurship or marketing, they, they, they get to discuss the same things at some point. So that's why for this year, my aim was my aim was to get something to professionalize me further. You know, I, I took the course on Facebook social media marketing, but I, I haven't finished the capstone because the capstone is quite difficult. I feel like it's like a board exam. It's so strict, just imagine you're gonna take your exam and there's a webcam watching you and you'll be taking it for less than two hours only. And if you fail, you have to wait for another week to take it again. It, it is not an easy capstone. But I was amazed when I finished the fifth of the six courses in that specialization. Uh, Coursera gave me a, a badge on professional certificate which I posted in my LinkedIn already. And currently, I'm taking the sales development representative. It's not, it's not something I'm accustomed to because I have a different idea of sales. But this course is giving me a new, a different look on sales also. And if I survive this specialization, this professional's Certificate, if I get it and over uh, survive the specialization, it enhances me further that I can I know something about sales even more. So, and of course, the next is another specialization, it's gonna be a tough one, it's teaching English. So, experiment the new, experiment the new, especially there are a lot of people who are into sales, there are a lot of people into social media marketing that's why i took the facebook sales right now and 
I know of a lot of people getting into teaching English. That's why taking that specialization will be a tough one, but it can be good as I expand my influence also. And lastly, just imagine, hep, hep, hooray, the last point, the second P, the last P, the second P, the last point, the last P, the second P is pray. Pray. You know, I'm learning to pray. Just imagine, you can plan and plan and plan, but you do not know if it will pan out. You do not know if it will work. But, Something I've been learning since last year, since the pandemic hit, we have to pray. We have to learn to pray. You know why we need to pray? Because there is a creator. There is a creator. The reason why I believe there's a creator, not because it's written in the manual of life. I believe what's written in the manual of life. I believe there is a creator. You know why? Because if there is no creator, all of us will be an accident. If all of us are an accident, then life has no meaning, has no sense anymore. But because I believe life has a purpose, I believe there's a reason for us to persevere, to work hard, to practice the golden rule. The reason there's a purpose for it is because we are created. We are no accident. Because if we are an accident, everything's meaningless. But because there is a creator that created us, there is a purpose. That's why the last point is to pray. Learn to pray. Pray to the creator. You know why? Because he knows, because he has the best plans for us. He has the best for us. He knows his plan for us. We can plan our course. We can revise along the way. We can experiment the new, but then the day because times have changed, there's VUCA, volatile uncertainty, uh, complex, ambiguous situation that we're in right now. It's a VUCA situation. We need to pray. So that's our episode for today. That's our Marketplace Influencer Podcast 11th episode this year. Thank you for joining me. I hope to hear from you. Get in touch with me. So, hope to hear from you. God bless.